From the TWU Local 591 Union Hall, it's the Local 591 Podcast with local president Gary Scheibel. Join Gary and his guests as they discuss topics that impact and affect the careers and lives of union members. Take it away, Gary. All right. Thanks, Tommy, again for the introduction. Welcome back to the podcast. Russ Dittmer is back again to talk about another topic that's come up, and that is pay issues and the confusion when a member comes back from a field trip. So Russ has a lot of information and has uh, put together kind of a guide for our members. So I'm going to let Russ take it away. Thanks, Gary. Let's start off with it's pretty clear that the groups within the company that are tasked with actually coding your pay, making sure when you're on a field trip, whether or not you work through a rest period, did not, any of this kind of stuff, they're not tracking any of this. A lot of this comes from the simple fact that in the old TWU world, when we went on a field trip, we got paid from the time we left to the time we got back. Now it's time and three quarters. There are paid rest periods that are provided for in there, along with travel time and other provisions that we're just not used to. And it's pretty clear workforce admin and station management, production management, aren't very clear on what's needed, what information is needed when you get back from a field trip. So I thought after talking with a group of AMTs that have gone on a pretty large number of field trips, what were some of the challenges they had when they got back from a field trip? What were the things that if you had it all in one place that would make it easier for you to be able to show management? This is what happened. This is what I need to get paid. And this is why. That makes sense, Gary? Yes, it does. So what I basically did was I Talked with Workforce Admin, I talked with WorkBrain Center, I talked with a lot of the mechanics, asking the question, what do you need? What information do you need in order to get the member paid correctly the first time? So we don't have a member or reps going back to them time and again, asking for more information or more evidence or anything along those lines. I'm not going to speak to per diem, that's a different topic really, but I wanted to speak specifically to what our members need to have in one place when they get back from a field trip so that when they go and have that conversation with management under JCBA Article 19 under Field Trip Procedures, Article A4, employees returning from a field trip will report to local management and if unavailable, notify the MOC MOD for outprocessing. Now, the outprocessing from what we're talking about is making sure management has all of the information necessary to make sure that you're going to be coded for pay purposes correctly. An example, you go to the hotel for four hours after you've worked 16. You go to the hotel for four hours, they call you up and say, hey, the part's here, come on back and work the airplane. According to the contract, because they broke your 16 hours and you went back to work on that airplane in the eight-hour rest period provision, you now get paid a time and three quarters and there was no rest period at straight time for eight hours. Things like this, we need to capture to protect ourselves. In the little monitoring grid that or guide that I've come up with, obviously I put in the name, employee number station, your bid area. The next part is the field trip information. What's the field trip station? What's the aircraft nose number that you were going out for? What date did they call you? What time did they call you? And was this a, an on-shift only field trip? There are provisions in the contract where if it's within a specific shortened period of time before the next scheduled flight, not driving, scheduled flight, they have the option to only solicit people on shift, but those provisions are in the contract. Next part of the guide was what the aircraft maintenance issue was. There's a reason why we want to capture that kind of information. Honestly, that's more for the local to help us start to monitor, track, and help ensure that when there is a field trip that should have been called, that we're getting called. 
We need to build the argument for them. Does that make sense, Gary? Yes, it does. Just for clarity's sake, anytime somebody has rest of less than eight hours, they remain on time and three quarters. Correct, Gary. At the 16-hour mark, then the member can go to the hotel and rest for eight hours. If they are asked to come back or are scheduled to come back in less than eight hours, they continue to get paid at time and three quarters. Okay. And so this form that you're going to be posting with this podcast, this isn't anything official. It's just to help the members. Would that be correct? Exactly. It's not an official form, but basically what the goal of this form is to give the member a really simplified way to put in all of the information that management is going to need in order to correctly pay you. The next part of the guide speaks to whether it's a flying or a driving field trip for departure information. You just put in the city pair, the flight number, scheduled departure date, scheduled departure time, and your actual departure time and your actual arrival time. If it's a driving field trip, the same thing for city pair, but you need to know the vehicle number, make sure the tags are current. We've had a couple of instances where the uh, license plate tags were not current. That's not a good thing to have happen. Make sure you do your safety check around the vehicle. And then you also should be documenting what time you physically departed the station and what time you arrive at the field trip station. The next part is just about when you stay at a hotel. I gave you four blocks there for that, just in case it's a fairly long field trip. But essentially what you're looking for is the check-in date and time, the check-out date and time, Add up the total rest time and then just a simple indicator of was it less than eight hours, just yes or no. These are things to help you make sure management is paying you correctly. When you come back, same thing. If it was a flying field trip, we need to know the city pair, flight number, and all that again. If it was an international field trip, at that point, what time did you get through customs is an important one that you don't have to worry about with domestic. And then if you reported to management, what time did you report to management after the field trip and what time did that finish up? and the same thing with a driving field trip. As a reminder on the back side of the page is basically a large notepad. Don't hesitate to use that to document anything you might think that is important for pay purposes so that you've captured it in case there's any problems moving forward getting you paid. All right, with that said, is there anything that we haven't covered that you wanna cover? Well, it's not necessarily that it's not covered, but I wanna make uh, two things clear. One, please, when you fill out this form, please get a copy of it to your station or regional local 591 office so that we can use that information. Number two is keep a copy for yourself. If you find something needed on this form, get a hold of us. Info at local591.com. We're more than happy to update this and make this form even more effective for all of our membership. Very good. Well, I want to thank you first off for researching and covering this topic and uh, making the form so that our members are fully compensated for what is due from that field trip. So uh, thanks again, Russ. Absolutely. This was an important one to try and at least get the information to the members of what the company needs and the company's internal, not communication issues that maybe we can solve by doing this. Well said. Thanks, Gary. Have a great day. Uh, I just want to thank the listeners for listening to this podcast and all of our podcasts as always. And uh, if you have any other questions, just as this one just came up because of other podcasts, please get it to us at uh, info at local591.com and we'll cover that subject. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Please stay safe. For more information about TWU Local 591, go to local591.com. To comment on this or any of our podcasts, email us at info at local591.com. 
You can listen, download, and stream episodes of Local 591 Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, your favorite Android podcaster, or your RSS feed-enabled browser. Local 591 Podcast episodes are also available to stream and download from our website, local591podcast.com forward slash podcast. Music provided under license by pond5.com. The Local 591 Podcast is produced and engineered by Tommy Ingle. 